everybody, and welcome once again to the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. I'm Mike Parker here with uh, Artie Tafoya from ABC. And uh, Artie, we are on the road. As I think it took us a couple podcasts to actually get on the road, but we're finally on the road. Where are we here tonight, my friend? Hey, Mike, I welcome you to our Lidditz location. Uh, Lidditz is such a great small town. Uh, uh, you know, once voted the coolest small town in America, and and I think it still is. Uh, it's, it's one of my favorite places to, to come. Uh, anytime I can get to this location, I really enjoy it. And we have such great, uh, not only employees at this location, but also our customers are really amazing. They've, they've supported us so well over the last 10 years here. And, and you know, it's just, uh, just happy to be here. What do you love about, like, the location of, of Lidditz? And why do you think so many people come here and, and then discover the brew pub? Well, I think it's definitely uh, the proximity to Philadelphia. I think a lot of people from Philly come to this area uh, to shop and and just enjoy this really great small town. Um, you know, other than that, it's you know it's it's a it's a bedroom community outside of Lancaster. Mm-hmm. So I think also uh, people come here uh, from Lancaster. They travel, and then you know we just have so many so. There's a lot of people around this area in Ephrata, and uh, you know a lot of our employees truly come from the Ephrata area, Lancaster, and even over as far as Elizabethtown. I would describe this as a, a town that has a lot going on too. So if you haven't been to the big like chicken barbecue thing they do, or like there's a lot of walkable, shoppable little places downtown in Lidditz that kind of makes it a fun sort of like date trip or day trip, you know, depending on what you're doing. So young. Younger people, older people, everybody sort of likes to spend the day here. No doubt. And you can walk the town. Um, we're a little bit off the square. We're on Water Street. Uh, you know, you, you can either be on the square and have limited parking, or you can be out by, by us and have a lot of parking. Uh, we're happy we have a lot of parking. But, uh, you know, you can walk this town. Um, they have the chocolate walk. They have... You know, uh, because Wilbur Chocolate was in this town yeah, for so long, so their store's still here. Uh, you know, so there's so many different events going on, almost one every weekend that uh, Venture Lidditz uh, puts on. And I'll tell you, they, they do such a great job of keeping this town busy. And, and you know, it just shows in the quality of, of the uh, businesses in this town. So it's a fun place. If you've not been to Lidditz, Pennsylvania before, definitely check it out. It's a fun place to be. And while you're here, uh, look up Appalachian Brewing Company. We're here on Water Street, but the thing I like about the name, you know, the fact that you chose Water Street is because Beer Street probably wasn't an option at this point. But but, but, but water is the main ingredient in beer, correct? Yeah, Beer Street wasn't available, so we (laughs) took Water Street, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cool. Well, on that note, Artie, let's, uh, let's cheers. Let's kick things off. And uh, tell me what you're drinking here tonight. Oh, I, uh, you know, being in Lidditz tonight, and uh, you know, in the in in the mood of being in Lidditz, I'm drinking the Apocalyptic. It's a honey red ale, and it's a little stronger, a little on the stronger side. You know, it's a big beer. It, yeah, pretty big, pretty big for an amber ale, uh, but it, it just is so smooth, so creamy. Look at the head on that. Just yeah. super creamy. Nice and I've got the Penny Packer Porter, which is, uh, you know, a darker beer, real toasty, delicious, um, just a great, great mouthfeel there. And I guess if it's true what people say, like, it's sort of like we're in daylight savings now, so it's getting darker. 
outside earlier, and now I'm switching over to some darker beers. Yeah, Mike, you talk about that a lot. You know, you tend to move into darker styles yeah. over the over the winter, and uh, you know that porter is just amazing. Got a really nice, like you said, mouthfeel. Uh, you know, the chocolatiness of it. And just the, that beautiful uh, color, that little bit of a red hue to it, but still dark. Uh, yeah, just uh, the guys are doing a great job. As I always say, the guys are guys are killing it. Yeah. So we are approaching the holidays. Starting to notice uh, kind of the COVID carryover. A um, couple of good things, I guess you could say. And I mean, some people have been like this forever, but last year the trend was. You know, people were feeling a little bit down, maybe a little bit depressed and things. And, you know, one of the ways they cheered themselves up was they started decorating for Christmas a lot earlier. <laughs> so it's almost like we went from Halloween to Christmas. You know, yeah, we and, didn't miss a beat, did no, we? No, <laughs> Thanksgiving sort of happened, but in various ways, you know. And uh, this year I noticed a lot of that, too. I noticed that definitely if you go shopping in a store, um, you know, it's it's already Christmas, which... and. Then I noticed some people have lights out, and uh, you know, the the Grinch um, inflatable is out in the front yard or whatever people to do. You know, it's it's just it's kind of fun, and I don't mind it. What do you think about a little early Christmas spirit? You know, it's just a, it's it's so weird again this year. I, I hate yeah. to say it. You know, you hear about supply chain issues, and and we certainly deal with it on our packaging side, uh, not only in the brewery but also on the distillery and soda side of our business, but. Um, you know, I hear about store shelves being empty. I don't know if that's true or not. I, I don't really go into stores very often, Mike. I, I work all the time, so if I'm in a store, it's in one of our stores normally, yeah. right? Uh, so I, I hope that uh, I hope that we can just all have a good, normal Christmas this year. Uh, you know, and, and so that if if I was to get that for Christmas. I would be set. That would be the greatest gift, just for right. a little bit. Well, I mean, look, we we don't get political on the podcast because there's really no purpose. I mean, we're here to talk about beer and have fun, but there's there's clearly people who are comfortable with sort of just going back to normal, and then there's people who just quite aren't, aren't quite ready yet, and maybe that's more than we think. And in the restaurant industry, that's that's a little you know it's a tough pill to swallow yet because I guess people are just not getting out and about as much as they used to though if you know we're in Lidditz tonight here at the brew pub and it's 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 hopping you know on a, on a nice weekday evening so I mean people are ready to come back out and, and get back it's just a matter of is everybody ready I mean, probably not a hundred percent yet yeah I don't think we're ready a hundred percent you know we, we always have to take into consideration not only our employees but but our customers and their safety and 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 their their feeling about how uh, how this pandemic is is progressing. So we just try to make sure that we care for everybody. You know, we take everybody's uh, thoughts and and their uh, you know their beliefs in what's going on here. Uh, and we, we make it seem you know we we make it so it's important to our company, and we just continue to do that. Yeah. Well, hey, supply chain is down. You know, nationally they say it's hard to get. I mean. Holy crap. I, I, is there anything harder to get than a PlayStation 5? This I don't know. You probably have no idea, but I can tell you, there is nothing harder to find than a PlayStation 5. <laughs> what who, is that, Mike? What is someone that? who has two kids that would love to have one. I'm telling you right now, unless you're willing to pay like a scalper $1,000 for something that should cost 500 
you're out you're out of luck. So you know, people are really trying to get things early. But the cool thing about you know a town like Lidditz and a business like Appalachian Brewing Company is that it's all local. So the local supply chain, the the furthest there's there's not much of a chance that there's a big container you know ship stuck somewhere between Lidditz and Harrisburg. No, right? that's right. Yeah, so that's right. as long as we can drive a truck down here a couple of times a week. The beer is here, you know, the fun merchandise is here, the gift cards are here, and if you want a night out with friends, the food is, is always here in the brew pub, right? That's right, that's right. And uh, I do have an old Nintendo that we haven't used in about 10 years. <laughs> How much do you want I, for? I'd definitely sell it to you for less than $1,000. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's insane out there right now. The markets are, are nuts with, uh, with people trying to do this. Now, it's partly... It's partly because they say that the, the factories were shut down and they couldn't produce enough microchips for the demand of these products, which makes sense. But the other part of it is that there's scalpers and there's people that have big, fast computers that anytime someone like Target or Walmart or Best Buy puts, put, puts these video game systems on sale, immediately there's a computer that's buying all of them. And then they end up somewhere, and then instead of being able to buy them for retail, you got to buy them for like twice, at least twice as much. It's insane. So I think the companies are getting a little better at the protection on that. But again, that's those are first world problems. I would much rather spend you know spend time outdoors doing fun stuff with my kids than have them sit in front of video games. But I'll be honest here, Artie, as a 43 year old man, I I played video games when I was a kid, so it's sort of it's not like it's weird at this point it's pretty normal for kids to want to play video games no doubt like they they you know our kids weren't really into it that much but i'd like to just say that you know forget the microchips let's go with the micro brews micro brews no microchips micro we don't need any microchips in our micro brews <laughs> absolutely all right so if you're looking for that early christmas gift you want to knock it off the list somebody that you love somebody that you care about heck an employee, a boss, anybody that you want to make feel special, uh, it's an easy choice. Shop local, support local, ABC, uh, come on in, grab a gift card, grab a six-pack of beer. Another place to go is the state store, pick up a bottle of booze, right? Yeah. Appalachian Craft Spirits. Yeah, you can get our craft spirits. All five of our brands are in there now. Uh, we've got... Uh, the, the, the five-year bourbon, of course, our signature vodka, which is uh, six times so distilled. So good, yeah. Yeah, you love that. I, I know do. you've been down to purchase a couple bottles. Uh, we also have our gin and our island rum. Uh, and lastly, our, uh, the, the agave. I don't know if you've seen that product, Mike, but our new agave is uh, it's just it's doing great in the state stores. I think that's probably, I mean, if that's a spoiler for anybody who's listening, that's probably something that they're going to find in the stocking this year. Not the kids. Friends, 21 and older, I promise. I'm just saying, getting off the uh, video games. I like the uh, no microchips, microbrews. That's the That's best That's right. Way to Let's go. do that. All right. Alrighty. So, hey, speaking of Lidditz, speaking of fun things to do in this cool town, we're going to have a guest coming up. Yeah, our first guest tonight uh, is our new general manager here. His name is Zach. Zach just is a great guy. You know, he fits in so well with our company. Just, just is a, you know, just smiles and just nothing, you know, nothing really uh, bothers him. He just, everything sort of bounces off of him and uh, 
He's gonna. I think he's gonna be a great team member for us for a long time. Cool. So we'll be talking with Zach, and uh, we'll also be learning a little bit more about the effort to keep Lidditz on the map. It's already on the map, but we want to keep it on the map and tell you about some cool things to do with the organization here called Venture Lidditz. And we'll have a special guest from from that organization coming up. So hey, it's Mike, and it's Artie, and we're back here on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast in just a couple of minutes. For all the latest, go to abcbrew.com. All right, and we're back on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. It's Mike and Artie, and we brought in another guest here. It's the uh, the general manager of the Lidditz Appalachian Brewing Company Brew Pub. It's uh, Zach Nesbitt. How's it going, Zach? It's going great. How are you, Mike? I'm doing really good. Thank you. And uh, by the way, I just uh, I needed a refill, so... I, I was thinking Thanksgiving dinner, so I saw what was on the, the beer tap menu over there, and it reminded me of, of pie. So it was... Blackberry cobbler. Blackberry cobbler sour. sour. I love That's the right. sour brews, so here I'm going to give this a quick try here. Zach, have you had it? I have. It's, don't, it's don't. pretty darn good. <laughs> Not spoiling it for you. Zach is right. <laughs> oh, my God. Zach, good job, man. Good um good prediction there it was going to be a good beer and seriously I, I like the sours and already the sour brews have, have been something that you guys have stepped up over the last last year or two right yeah uh, about two years ago we switched over our uh, Gettysburg brewery to just a strictly sour brewery so we it's our goal to put out between 10 and uh, 15 barrels of sour beer a month and that's about what we go through in the location. So it, it works out perfectly. Uh, we're trying to do all sorts of new things all the time, uh, but still going back and uh, you know the the Mangalorian. Oh, uh, remember yes. that? Great that name, was yeah. That, yeah, that one and uh, a couple others that we'll bring back uh, while we're putting out these new ones as well. Cool. And so, what do you find, Zach? Is it like Lidditz? We were talking about the Lidditz location earlier, and it's sort of like a it's a good mix of. Local people and also, I know you haven't been here that long either. You're fairly new, but but the fact is that it's not far from the Turnpike. It's sort of a destination, cool little town. So what do you find? Locals that, that have what they want, the mug club. You find people that sort of come in for a day and discover something new. You get a mix of everything. I mean, I've been here just a week and incredible the people I've met. I mean, we've got our, our corporate group of regulars, our mug club members. People live a block down, and I've got people in town from business who just saw our brewery, knew about, read about the beers, and had to stop in. And they, you know, everyone around here, business-wise, just directs them to us. So it's been fantastic. And you guys have been a, pretty much a welcome uh, addition to Lidditz ever since you got here. What, at least about a decade ago, right, Artie? Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, you know, I, to be honest with you, I was driving down the, the turnpike and uh, coming down here, and I couldn't remember how what year we started. I think it was I think it was 2011, if I'm not mistaken. It sounds about right, and and it's just it's become part of the it's the local cheers for some people. They come in here and just enjoy a pint, enjoy the company, meet cool new people like Zach, and uh, you know have great food. So, look, I wanted to try one thing here, Zach. What we're trying to do is give people some early holiday gift-giving ideas. And we thought we thought about some Appalachian Brewing Company merchandise. So let's just go here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through. I want everybody, I'm just going to go through on my smartphone as we talk. So I'm going to go to uh, abcbrew.com, Artie. And uh, then I'm going to click the uh, on, on my phone. It, it looks great. 
I'm going to click this, these three little bars and it says shop. I'm going to click on shop and then it says, I have a couple options. I have gift cards, which is pretty self-explanatory. And then I have brewware. So let's go through some of the items in the, in the brewware here and tell me what, we, what we've got. That's putting Zach on the spot, I think, a little too much for uh, for, for his time here. But, uh, Just a little. Wait, you've never seen a, Zach, have you never seen a sweatshirt? You've <laughs> never seen a hoodie? Uh, uh, have you never worn a hoodie, Zach? <laughs> so, so the first item on here is the uh, Drink Local hoodie. Uh, like just, that. you know, the one thing I will say is we work with Accurite uh, out of Hershey, and the, the best thing about Accurite is, is they bring in the best garments. We try and try to use the nicest garments with the best feel, yeah. you know, smooth, That's soft, yeah. you know, so, and, and, and they last a long time. So anything you purchase, you're, you, you know, it's going to be lasting for quite a while. Um, in terms of some of the other things, Zach, have you seen that shirt? The drink local. I just had someone in over the weekend looking for one. Is it, yeah. We didn't. We didn't have their size, but we gave them something else. Oh. That'll get edited later. <laughs> but you know, that was one of the things that jumped right out at this woman looking for her husband's birthday gift. So yeah, definitely. People. People are love that. Love that design. And then, what do you think of the uh, the uh, tie dye? Well, you a big tie dye guy. A little funky and fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, I miss most of the '80s, but. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's cool. <laughs> it, no, it's sweet. Tie-dye never goes out of style. Uh, that is, that's nice. It's like a, it's like a blue pattern. It's got the cool Appalachian Brewing Company logo, which I, everybody kind of knows the old like bridge logo, but this is the new logo that you guys have had for a couple of like seasons now, which is, you told me it was inspired basically by like when you, um, when you lift like a a cold pint of beer off the table and it leaves the, the ring on the bottom like yeah, on the table that's right, and it that's leaves right. like the little bit of like you know i love that everybody loves it. everybody who drinks a pint of beer has seen that shape and it's and it says the appalachian brewing company that's that's sweet um we have called that uh, like from day one we called it the stain logo the stain and, <laughs> and we had to sort of change it because it just doesn't sound great so right. so now it's the watermark logo the watermark. yeah watermark yeah that's logo. a little bit more a little, a little better little than stain hats are a great way to go so you have a, you have a couple of nice hats going on on the so yeah you can shop right on the on the website and then you have the option to to add it to the cart and i don't know how how does fulfillment work there so like can i do I get it? Can I have it actually shipped to me, or do I pick it up in a, at one of my brew pubs? How does that work? All this is shipped directly to the consumer. Oh, great! Yep. All this comes from Accurite, ships directly to the consumer. Uh, they handle all that for us, and uh, they've been a great partner. Cool. Well, look, if you're looking for something fun, if you want to support the ABC brand, whether it's uh, a hoodie. Zach's uh, favorite tie-dye, funky and fun. <laughs> Maybe someday. <laughs> yeah, you can wear it to a fish concert or something. Exactly. Right? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> the, you make your way that way. The drink local, you're probably going to get some high fives on the street wearing that baby. So I, I like I like everything that you got going on. So abcbrew.com, you go to the shop option, and then you look at the, the brewware. And uh, take a look and uh, order something up. Makes a great gift, makes a great gift for yourself, a little treat, or, or something if you're thinking about somebody for the holidays. So awesome. So go ahead. Mike, just one thing I'd like to say is, uh, you know, I, I try to welcome all of, our, uh, all of our new people to our team. Uh, Zach, I want to welcome you 
you know, we haven't had a ton of time to sit down together. We've done some training together. Uh, yeah, here and there a little bit, but uh, I do want to welcome you to the team and uh, wish you the best of luck. You got a great location with a bunch of, you know, great employees. I think of one of our locations that that uh, that has held together over the over these last couple of years. This one has, and uh, not only that, you got great customers in the, in the Lidditz area. Yeah, I've definitely seen it so far, so I'm excited to be a part of ABC and see where it goes from here. Awesome. You know. Well, we hope you stick around for some time. That'd be great. So if you're new to the area or if you, you know, come in and, and uh, if you listen to the podcast on your way here, to say hi to Zach at ABC Lidditz. And um, if you're one of the regulars and uh, you know that Zach's brand new, give him a hard time for a little while and uh, you tell him, you help him out. Let him know how things are supposed to be right here, right? <laughs> yeah, the, the, you remember, the, I'm not the boss here. The customers are the boss here. <laughs> good, well said. All right. Zach Nesbitt, great to meet you, man. Thank you. All right, good luck. Okay, well, we're going to have another special guest here when we come back on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast, and we'll be right back. Thank you for listening to the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. Plan your next visit by visiting abcbrew.com. All right, and we're back on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. Mike Hardy, we got rid of Zach. Zach's back to work, running the joint. Right? That's right. We're at Appalachian Brewing Company Lidditz this week, which is a lot of fun because uh, you have locations to travel around. You, you can never grow tired of Appalachian because you can you can go around to different locations, check out the town, but then kind of come home to your, your favorite, you know, in the evening or in the afternoon. You know, have lunch at your favorite spot, have a familiar beer, and just enjoy a new place. And enjoying new places is what it's all about, right, Artie? That's right. And, Mike, I don't know if you know this, but Lidditz is the only uh, town that we have a brew pub in that's not a Berg. Oh, Have right. you ever thought of that? No, I never really thought about that. But Shippensburg and Harrisburg and Mechanicsburg. yep. Man, what's up with all these Bergs? Well, we, we may just put in a petition to change the name to Lidditzburg. What do you think? <laughs> yes, I like that. You like that? that? Right, well... Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca's not sold. <laughs> so Allow me to raise my hand. <laughs> so joining us right now is, uh, is our special guest is Rebecca Branley, and she is with Venture Lidditz. How are you, Rebecca? Good. Thanks for having me. Tell us, tell us all about yourself and uh, what is Venture Lidditz. Okay, so I'm the executive director of Venture Lidditz, and Venture Lidditz is the nationally accredited Main Street program for Lidditz, Pennsylvania. A mouthful, but essentially we're a nonprofit, and we are super passionate about the town of Lidditz, and we like to think of ourselves as stewards for, for Lidditz, so we're thinking about preservation, protection, promotion, um, and progression. Like, what can we do to bring Lidditz into the future, but also make sure that we hold fast to what makes us so cool today? Gotcha. So we were just looking over the, um, you know, the list of, we had mentioned at the top of the podcast, like... There was a, the, the coolest small town in America in 2013 was Lidditz, Pennsylvania, which is really, which is really cool. Yeah. And you don't lose cool. You once you're cool, you're cool, right? That's, That's right. You're cool forever. Right. Okay. Yeah. So you're holding on to that. Is but you said there's actually something maybe even cooler on the horizon for the town, right? I mean, I think it's a little cooler. I mean, we're still the coolest, so we hold on to that title. But then maybe even better is being named the best. So right now we're actually a finalist for America's Best Main Street. There were, I think, over 200 that were entered into this contest and currently um, we're in the finals. 
And so we need everyone to go to the um, bestmainstreetcontest.com and vote for us. Um, there's a link on all of our social channels. That's going to be the easiest place to find us to vote um, and make us the best Main Street because then we get $25,000 for us to do uh, a project here in Lidditz. We're thinking public art or facade preservation. Cool. Public art. So I'm thinking the Artie Tafoya um, mural, something mural very. Of me? Yes. Uh, you're but, right. Yeah. Like maybe I'm, yeah. I'm thinking like a cherub theme, something like you know. short, a short mural. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. right. Angelic, yeah. angelic, very. Yeah, you know that's me. Yeah, you got me. You right, got. You described me perfectly. That'd be great. So, no, that sounds awesome. So, the 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 name of the website again, so we get that. Just so go to Venture Lit. It's like on social media, Facebook. So our or, social handles are on Instagram. It's Lit. It's PA. Simple. And on Facebook, it's Downtown Lidditz. All right. So all kidding aside, that's great. Get out and vote for Lidditz. I mean, none of the Bergs made it, apparently, so you no, might as well no. vote for Lidditz. Maybe we stand yeah. out for a reason. That's right. You know, yeah. I would like to point out that they got the coolest small town the year after we moved to town. Just, I'm just saying. Could be not a connection. That, could be a connection. Possibly. Probably not, but... It de Lidditz definitely needed a brewery at that time. It probably put it over the top, if nothing else. The, the little cheesy pretzels will get you so far, right? <laughs> you need a beer to go with your pretzels. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That, that was all they were missing. Right. <laughs> all right. Well, Rebecca, this is really cool. So let's, first of all, I see that you have a beverage in front of you. So welcome to Appalachian Brewing Company, Lidditz. I have the Blackberry Cobbler Sour. Already still drinking the Apocalyptics. And... You have the On Point Pills, so let's cheers Cheers. Here. All right, there we go. And tell us what you think. You know, my husband thinks that we have to be like super beer snobs because he's from Belgium. And I have to say that this this is up to snuff. This is awesome, so. It's great. The Pilsner is, so I always tell people don't overthink it, right? If you come in and you're like, oh my gosh, there's 20 beers and I've never tried one. Well, don't don't go for the wackiest one that you probably just go with. Some, it's okay. It's like it's not as if it's not as if big beer company beers are bad. If you like the if you like them, you're just probably going to find something here that has better ingredients and is brewed locally, and it's definitely a lot more fresh. So you'll appreciate those differences, but you don't have to go off the wall with something that you've never tried before. So a pilsner. A pilsner is a great choice. Is that good advice, Artie? You bet. And uh, you know our brewmaster Bruce, he says that a pilsner is the sign of the rest of the beers. So if you can make a good pilsner in a small brewery uh, like ours, every other beer will follow suit because it's it's really it's really the signature of that brewery because it's one of the harder ones to make. Uh, you know, to make they're, they're not pilsner's not hard to make. It's hard to make really good. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, when I go to a brewery, I tend to try the Pilsner first, and then from there I can go wherever I want to. So, so your husband is from Belgium, which that uh, certainly implies that he probably has, does he like beer at room temperature, or how does that, Mike? It's not really a thing, Mike. But no, it, okay, yeah, it, am I making not, that not up? Not room temperature. That's what I heard. <laughs> He's very passionate about the pairing of bicycles and beer, and the sport of cyclocross, which is a very Belgian mm, sort of yeah. thing. Okay. That, yeah. Okay. So, so Belgian beers, um, already like what? Well, actually, that's a good point, though. A Belgian beer is actually influenced by the yeast in the recipe, right? I mean, isn't that that's how sort of how we define those? And 
Like that's I'm, I always think of. I would describe to someone who has never had a Belgian beer before is almost like, all right, they can taste different, but there's always almost like a. That maybe tell me if I'm totally wrong here, but there's almost like a bubble gummy sweetness to them in a way. Like I was like a, and that's that comes from the, the Belgian yeast, right? Yeah, Mike. The um, you know the Belgian yeast tends to give off e um, esters. Uh, it's sort of like the Hefeweizen, where you get sort of that banana clove flavor. The uh, Belgian yeasts that we use, and, and that are used traditionally in Belgium, are wild yeasts that, that, that are uh, provided in the air in those areas. Um, but they tend to give off esters of more so spicy. We always talk about our, our Belgian beers as being somewhat spicy. They can be a little bit uh, peppery, they can be a little bit uh, clovey, they can be, they can, they can touch all those different spice areas and they all do tend to be a little bit sweeter or bigger and what we would consider to be malty uh, you know a double then you know a, a navy beer a double and a triple you know they get stronger as you go but I, when I was in Belgium for uh, the, the time that I was there about a week and a half we traveled all over and it was one beer after another after another and you just fall in love with these these really cool malty beers it's hard to drink uh, you know once you you do it for a little while you're like wow this is big and how am I gonna get this one down but you know it, it you end up in a situation where you just love them and there's nothing like them truly it's a whole different co complexity so when you say because I've seen what's common is like a Belgian triple right sure is that what does that actually mean three times something or what's a triple or is that what's, what does that stand for yeah triples are very strong but they're also very light in color normally uh, so they're going to be uh, Duval is the classic triple mm -hmm. uh, so that's the that's the beer that if you're gonna you're gonna make a triple it better stand up to that beer or as close as you can to that beer right. do you drink that beer Rebecca Let's just say I have three children and I'm out of practice, but I will get back to it. <laughs> that's not a problem. That's not a problem. We Although, got deep into the beer there, didn't we? Yeah. No, that's great. I love it because it's, it gives us an opportunity to, to talk a little bit about another style. And uh, I look forward to whenever whenever I see a Belgian beer at, here at ABC, I, I always go for one because, again, in my mind, I know that it's going to be something a little sweeter and it's something a little bit different. And it's not something that I drink every day. But you can find them every day. There certainly are Belgian beers out there that are that are mass produced or you know um, you know imported that you can find at the at the distributor. So you want to try something, and it's it's easier than ever as Pennsylvania has loosened its, its laws to just grab a bottle of something, you know, and sure and uh, and give it a it's whirl. A little easier because uh, you go to buy a case of Frambois, it was probably going to cost you two hundred dollars if, if <laughs> yeah. you could find it. Uh, so you didn't want to invest two hundred dollars in a beer that you may not drink, but that really, that Frambois and those types of beers uh, really started the sour uh, craze. And now you see that sour craze moving all over the United States. Uh, so, you know, Belgian beers, they were trendsetters way before their own, you know, for this time. Uh, but they definitely produced some great beers. And, and uh, I look forward to getting back there. You want to go, Mike? Dude, I mean, when do we leave? Like, I don't know. I'm, just, I'm, well, I'm like, I thought you were like, do I want to go now? Like, leave here? At this no, go to Belgium? Absolutely. Let's do it. Yeah, so, Let's I, do it. so um, that's cool. So the other part about um, uh, having you here and talking about some of your, you know, the influence of your of your family and uh, your, your husband. And so, like, food. I mean, it's Thanksgiving time. And so we're trying to give people Thanksgiving ideas and 
you know, coming in here and picking up a growler on the way to Thanksgiving dinner, like, the, you know, maybe the, the next day is always a great way to, to share something local and fresh with, with the family. Because you know, let's say you're just not that great of a baker or you're busy. But yeah, I brought a growler of beer. That makes me pretty popular. But what do you, is there any Belgian influence? Well, I mean, I think that for my husband's family, they were from the French part of Belgium. So a lot of it is in the sauces, right? So it gets a little sophisticated in that sort of area. However, I will say we're pretty traditional on Thanksgiving. I mean, it's not really a Belgian holiday. No, it's not. But see, that's the thing. But Mike, it's not a Belgian holiday. What are you getting at? But you can't tell me that a Belgian a, guy living in America wants to eat all, all turkey and stuff. He's going to be like, i got to have a little sun. You know, he probably had some influence. I was just asking. So, it's cool. A Belgian beer on Thanksgiving doesn't hurt. That, right? will, that will happen. <laughs> Mike, nice. Mike, are you aware that Carrie is a descendant directly from the Pilgrims? Your wife is a... My wife is a descendant directly of the Pilgrims. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, so I'm considering myself sort of Thanksgiving royalty at this point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do. I do claim a lot of different royalties, but this is this is my newest one. That's awesome. Yeah. Is yeah. there anything else new coming up for Lidditz? No. I would just tell everyone like if you want to come to our town and hang out, coming up in February when things are kind of boring and no one knows what to do and you're sick of being inside is our Fire and Ice Festival. And um, we kind of have a huge blast. We have ice sculptures throughout the town. We're planning, I haven't told you this yet, Artie, but um, we need to work on this. We're gonna have a punch card so that you can go through town and try fire and ice themed drinks. Oh, I like so it. I know you're gonna wanna come yeah. to Appalachian and see what they're doing during that time. No pressure, but come up with something brilliant. Um, and we'll have a really good time in February at fire and ice. Rebecca, you've made a case to come visit Lidditz. So That's right. it's great. So thank you so much for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the beer. We enjoyed learning about you. We're going to go and vote right away. Uh, we're going to go to Venture Lidditz on social media. Uh, check out Lidditz PA on Instagram. Get that link. Get a vote, and let's let's push Lidditz up to the top. You know? Let's do it. Let's they're the do coolest. It, now they're going to be the best. Yeah. Hard to beat. Yeah. Hard to beat. All right. Thanks so much for joining us. And we're going to be right back to wrap things up on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. Okay, and we're going to wrap things up here right now on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. As it turns out that Rebecca decided to stay with us. She just, uh, I, apparently she she doesn't drink beer as fast as, as the rest of us. It's okay, though. We're not, no pressure. Please. I will chug it, okay? <laughs> Where's the funnel? Get the funnel. <laughs> no funnels, no funnels. We're not going that direction. And Artie, um... You want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving here as we step into the holiday in a few days? You bet, Mike. Um, you know, uh, this, this goes out to everybody out there in, in our podcast land. Uh, you know, we here at Appalachian Brewing Company are so appreciative of everything that you've provided to us. Uh, you, 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 you've been such great customers, and for those people that work for us, you've been great uh, employees for us. You've been great team members. And uh, we're so happy to, to have you guys. I hope everybody has a wonderful Thanksgiving. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can move through the end of this year, get through Christmas, and, and, and have another great time and, and, uh, and sort of get on with regular life. That's my goal. Absolutely. And I would say cheers to that. So one more for the round since Rebecca still has 
half a glass left. <laughs> That's okay. I'm still. <laughs> so look, next time, Artie, we're going to continue with our road trip. We uh, we've we've been to Harrisburg, we've been to Gettysburg, we've been to Lidditz. Um I guess next we're going to go to Shippensburg. Yeah, Makes that's it. That's yeah. your alma mater, isn't it? It is. Yes, my alma mater. So uh, we weren't lucky enough to have the brew pub in town back in the day, but it's there now. And I don't know. This is actually what I kind of like about it. Is they they say that the day after the day before Thanksgiving is like one of the most popular party days of the year. So. Maybe we should have gone there, but we wanted to get this done. So, but anyway, so in Shippensburg, you know the kids are going to be partying and uh, all around. But I'm looking forward to it because it's Christmas. It's Christmas time, and downtown Shippensburg. Shippensburg's another town that has their stuff together. They have the university. They have some great local businesses. They have great places to eat, and uh, there's a nice vibe there. So for Artie and Rebecca and Zach. Zach, where are you? <laughs> Zach's guys. Uh, I'm Mike, and thank you so much for joining us on the Appalachian Brewing Company Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Appalachian Brewing Company Podcast. For all the latest, go to abcbrew.com.